0: You're listening to U Talk, part of the Torn by Sports and Blog Talk Radio Networks. Providing unbiased opinions on all things Utah football and basketball. Join Andy and Patrick Weekly as they bring you up-to-date on all things Ute. Hello everybody, welcome to Ute Talk. It is Wednesday, November 9th. This is Episode 19. My name is Andy. I hope you all are doing well. Thank you for joining us. I am joined by my co-host and writer for uh, Torn by Sports Network, Patrick. How are we doing? Doing great. Good, good. So thank you everybody for your continued support. If this is your first time listening to us, thank you for tuning in. Ute Talk podcast is part of the Torn by Sports and Blog Talk radio networks. And uh, we produce this every week for your enjoyment, actually twice a week. Uh, generally, Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, so, please add us to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google, all of that. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Ute Talk Podcast. Uh, so, let's get into it. Uh, our first agenda piece is our uh, Ute news. And um, kind of an interesting, uh, Dakari Tucker. Uh, Local, uh, well, local as in played college up at the University of Utah for the running Utes uh, the last four years. Uh, He graduated uh, 2015-2016 season, and he, uh, over the summer, he tried out or was a participator uh, on one of the Team Utah uh, for the $1 million uh, tournament, uh, which is a five-on-five basketball tournament. Uh, he was uh, on one of those teams, and he is now trying out for the uh, NBA D-League team for Utah, the Salt Lake City Stars. Um, so pretty exciting for him. I uh, hope he uh, you know has uh, you know, many successes uh, down the line, and thank him for what he did for uh, the run in Utes. So excited uh, for him.
1: Yeah, Dakari Tucker was... Pretty good player, good athlete, um, good defensive guy. I think he could stroke the three a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully he, you know, does well in his tryouts and can make the team and uh, maybe get to the big leagues, NBA. Yeah,
0: that'd be interesting. And I know uh, Brandon Taylor is over in, I believe, Turkey. Um, So some youths making some. So noise in the professional leagues, whether it's uh, NBA D League uh, or or even up uh, over there in Europe. So good job on those guys, and uh, thank them for their uh, contributions to the program. Uh, Another uh, news: National letter uh, of intent were signed by Jackson Brunchley and Brandon Carlson. Uh, Both those guys will be sign and send. So going on their mission, coming back. So there'll be 2019, um, products into the program.
1: Two good local guys, good, uh, good prospects, good recruits by coach K. Um, you know, it's good to keep those, those three, four star. Yep. Is that what they are three, yep. three, four star guys, you know, that are local here and keep them in Utah. Uh, uh great pickups and, you know, I know it's a couple years down the road when they'll play, but that, that's still exciting That to see what Coach, Coach K is doing for the Utes.
0: It is. It's very exciting. Um, just real quick with uh, Jackson Brunchley, 6'5", 175, uh, Mountain Crest High. He's a uh, point guard, um, most likely more of a combo guard when he returns. Um, but uh, uh, he, he's got good length high basketball IQ, um, always has his head up. Great vision passing, um, <clears throat> against pressure. He uses fakes and head and shoulder fakes and changes speeds to get se- separation from defenders. So he, he really could be a, uh, a prominent, uh, piece into the program here in a couple years when he returns, um, Brandon Carlson, the four star out of Bingham, six nine two hundred 200, uh, forward, um, you know, he's a long arm, five four uh, position, good feet. Um, quick jumper in, in the paint area. Uh, definitely can finish above the rim. Um, gets a lot of his, uh, you know, offensive rebounds, tip-ins, uh, putbacks, things like that. So, uh, very good prospects. Uh, both were recruited, um, you know, by some fairly decent schools. UNLV, UCLA, Stanford. Uh, BYU for uh, Carlson, and then Brenchley was uh, uh, really mainly recruited by Utah, but great great prospects for these guys and and happy to have them uh, in the program. Moving on here, uh, running Utes open their season this uh, Saturday, uh, November 12th at 5 p.m. home at the Huntsman Center. Uh, against Northwest Nazarene, Nazarene, I believe. Uh, Again, 5 p.m., Pac-12 Networks, uh, home opener. Uh, Utah should clean house with them, (laughs) wipe them, uh, sweep them pretty uh, pretty good. So we'll see how that goes. A lot of new faces. It'll be nice to see these guys in person. I'm pretty excited to be there on Saturday.
1: Yeah, you'd you'd hope the Utes are going to be able to uh, take these guys out fairly quickly, get everybody some good playing time. Exactly. Uh, Excited to see Kuzma come out and lead the way and uh, just excited for basketball season. It's finally here and uh, hopefully the Utes can put together a good team this year and and make a run for that Pac-12 title in the tournament.
0: Absolutely. Uh, And then I'm going to turn this one over to you, Patrick. Our Ute injury report. Uh, Not so much of a Report as far as injuries go, but kind of more injuries coming off the report. Yeah, the, the bye
1: week's been good for the Utes this week. Uh, getting some guys who've been dinged up, bumps and bruises. Uh, getting some guys back this week against Arizona State. Um, getting, getting some guys back to 100%. Um, no real new injuries to report. Uh, Marcus Williams and Corey Butler Bird should be back against Arizona state this week. Hopefully both of them will be back. I know at least Marcus Williams should be, uh, not, they weren't sure on Butler bird, but hopefully both of them are, Uh, Zach Moss, coach Whittingham said Zach Moss is back to a hundred percent. So that'll be good to give, you know, Joe Williams a breather once in a while, um, and give him, give him a little bit of a, a break so they don't wear him down. Um, and then, you know, you have low Falamaka coming back. He'll probably battle it out with Nowakowski. Yeah. Uh, well, they probably already have battled it out this week. So sure, yeah. They already know who's starting. Um, but good to have him back, you know, just in case, you know, an injury
0: happened, knock mm-hmm. on wood. Um, he played well in the uh, Cal game. Yeah. He came in once he got settled a little bit. Uh, he was getting a lot of push on the in the run game.
1: Yeah, he's. I, I think he's a good center, and... Yeah, exactly. Like you said, once he got kind of the jitters out, he yep. he started performing pretty well there before um, for the Cal game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nowakowski's played well, you know. As of late, he's really yeah. he's really put it together, and so at least they have you know two guys that they can count on if if something were to happen injury wise mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, but that's about it. I mean, Harrison Hanley's supposed to be back this week as well. Um, so it'll be good to get him back on the field. Just another big target. Um, he's a good physical tight end, and it'll be good to have him out there, you know, to for Williams to kind of look at and get the ball. Exactly. Um, but other than that, I can't really think of any more injuries. Hopefully Tim Patrick's back to 100% this mm-hmm. week. Hopefully they got, you know, all their dings and dents healed up and, uh, guys are back to 100 we can see what this u team can do absolutely
0: well thank you for the report moving right along here college football playoff rankings released uh, on tuesday yesterday last night um not a whole lot uh changed i mean obviously you had a uh, you know washington bumped up to number four um, you know, some, some teams had lost that were ahead of Utah and so kinda everybody bumped up a little bit. Uh so you've got Washington at number four, Colorado at number twelve, our Utes coming in at number fifteen, USC, previously unranked, uh sits at six and three on the season. They are ranked at number twenty. Uh and then Washington State, uh, been kinda hovering around that twenty three, twenty four, twenty five mark, they come in at number twenty three uh this week. So um, you know, it, it's nice to see there's, you know, now you've got five Pac-12 teams in the top 25, um, you know, and very exciting stuff. You know, that, that's, it, it's great to see in, you know, we, we have games coming up against Colorado, um, USC plays, uh, Washington on what Friday, I believe yeah, I think so. Friday night uh so i mean definitely there could be some more movement uh next week um you know it's very exciting stuff for the pac-12 yeah
1: there's i mean there's a lot of good games and you know even towards this end of the season if you know washington and washington state can win out Mm -hmm. and utah and colorado can win out that could you know that weekend yeah that could be you know two teams deciding yep who goes to the Pac twelve title game and that will be an exciting exciting weekend Absolutely. for some football. But yeah, it's good to have, you know, teams ranked. USC's really come on strong from their early season struggles. Um you know, Colorado's looking good still. Uh Washington State's even look good this season. Yeah. Um but yeah,
0: they're seven and two on the season. Yeah, but
1: a lot of good teams and it's good to have some Pac twelve teams ranked and you
0: have, you know, three of
1: them that are fairly high, highly ranked. So that's good as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of exciting to see, you know, you got Washington and Washington state, like you said, if they continue to play out their final game of the season is against each other, the apple cup. And that could, that will be for who goes in the North. And then most likely on the South end of the uh, division, you got Utah and Colorado, you know, the expansion partners, um, the Rumble in the Rockies uh, and that game could uh, could obviously determine who comes from the south so very exciting to see um, I it's you know it, it, it's great I, I can't wait so that is all we have for our ute news so let's get into it By weeks what happens on bye weeks you know I mean obviously you know it, it's not a hey everybody, you get a week off, (laughs) no practice. It's nothing like that. Uh, You kind of get a little bit of everything. You know, the, the coaches go out and recruit, uh, the players are conditioning, the players are working on things. Um, What can you tell us Patrick about kind of what happens on bye weeks up, up on the Hill?
1: I'm just, I, I know, you know, the coaches give the players maybe a day or two off. Um, But a lot of conditioning, a lot of guys get time to heal up, uh, coaches go out, recruit, you know, their prospective areas um, during that week or whatnot. Probably not the whole week, but at least some of it. And then, man, probably a lot of film and, you know, and then, you know, some days of practice there to, to prepare and get ready for the next game. So I'm not sure all that goes on, but... You know, I, I assume that there are some rest days, there are some recruiting days. Um, then there are some film days, practice days, conditioning days, and then just some days to get guys healed up and get healthy. Definitely. I'm trying to
0: find the recruiting map, um, of kind of where all the coaches went. Uh, I don't know if I can find it. There we go. So you got, uh, let's see here. So Coach Enna went to Seattle and San Diego. Uh, Scally went to Dodge City, Kansas, uh, Houston, Texas. Coach Holiday, uh, Houston, Texas, El Paso, Dallas, and Austin. Uh, Coach Harding was in Sacramento. Uh, Fred Whittingham went to Vegas, San Diego, and Phoenix. Coach Erickson, Erickson went to Moreno Valley and the Inland Empire. Uh, Coach Shaw went to Fresno and LA. Coach Roderick, uh, Fullerton and Huntington Beach and Mission Viejo, and then Coach Powell went to Bay Area and Hawaii. So, a lot of good places um you know a lot of uh, talent comes out of those areas uh, you know very very good to see that uh, you know we're able to take some of the uh, progress that we've had this season and be able to talk to some of these recruits and kind of be like hey look at us uh, and, and garner more interest in the program so very exciting
1: yeah and it just shows i mean these coaches work tirelessly they yeah i mean they the hours that they put in you know between know just the film study the practices and then recruiting it's just a non-stop effort and uh, just doing great things all those places have great players uh coach holiday is gonna do great down in texas getting some good recruits out of there and you know everywhere that they went there's a lot of good players yeah and you know just shows that you know the coaches are serious about winning they're serious about bringing in keeping on bringing in the talent um and they're doing a good job of it. So it's exciting to see, and the future is exciting for the Utes.
0: Definitely. So in the uh, during the bye weeks when I was up there uh, working with the equipment staff, I mean, the, the the team, like like Patrick said, you know, the, uh, the team is able to heal up, get some much-needed rest, let their bodies, you know, heal those bumps and bruises that they have, um, get their minds right to the, uh, for the end of the season push, um, and, and really fine tune kind of the playbook. Uh, you know, at this point you don't really see a whole lot more open up, um, you know, but, uh, they definitely fine tune a lot of the things. And, uh, so I, I think, and I hope that we see a little bit more of a, uh, more efficient offense going forward, uh, three game season now, uh, four, if you four or five, if you count, uh, uh, possible Pac 12 and bowl games. Um, but, uh, it's a three game season. So, uh, these guys and Whittingham will, will have them ready. Uh, Whittingham has a highly successful record coming off, uh, by weeks and, and, uh, or or lengthy periods of time going into bowl games, and so you know we we should see a good showing down in uh, Tempe, Arizona.
1: Yeah, it's it's. I think uh, you know. I think Whittingham, since he joined the Pac-12, I think I read he was nine and four, coming off by weeks. Before that, he was undefeated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I mean, bowl games. He's what nine and one. Yeah, 10 I, and I one? think. Yeah, so. I think he's only lost one. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it was a it was a good. I wish the bye week would have came a week week earlier before the Washington game, but you know it was a good week to get guys healthy and um, hopefully they did. You know, work on the passing game that that's been a kind of a struggle the past few games. Work on tackling, uh, just get some things fine tuned, like you said, and um, hopefully, you know, both teams. Arizona State's coming off a bye as well, so. Both teams are going to be fresh and healed up, and I think it's going to be a a pretty good battle down there at Sun Devil Stadium.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the uniform combo, and and it's kind of cool to see Utah get more and more involved on uh, releasing these uh, uniform combos on social media. But uh, you've got the white jersey top, uh, red pants, uh, red socks, white cleats, and uh the satin red uh helmet. So,
1: yeah, good to see that. Pretty pretty good look. The red helmet make a comeback. Probably. Yeah. Absolutely. I haven't seen it a lot this season.
0: Yeah, it looks good. It looks sharp. I'm excited um to see that out there uh in in Tempe. So, let's uh move right along here. I don't know, do you have anything else regarding Bide Weeks and No, I think pretty much summed it up and no, Utes are
1: always good off of bye week, so hopefully they're yeah. they're good this week.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's get into our next segment here then. Um, this is what we like to call our Ute Qs. Now time for Ute Qs, where we take your questions from Twitter and email and we answer them
1: weekly. Tweet us at Ute Talk Podcast or email utalk at gmail.com.
0: So for those of you that do not know what our UQ segment Ute Q's segment is, uh, you can tweet us your questions at podcast or email us UteTalk at gmail.com and use the hashtag UteQs, so hashtag U-T-E-Q-S. Uh, ask your questions no matter what it may be. Uh, ask away. We'll do our best to find out the answers for you. Uh, we'll talk about them here on the show. And, uh, and get you the information that you're looking for. Um, but uh, let's, let's get into our uh, UQs here. So we posted two questions. Our first one was, what are the biggest obstacles that the Utes will face to win out? And uh, we got several responses. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, at Rick Caps 3, we need to keep our heads in the game and make every play count as if it was the biggest play of the game. Uh, S underscore gloss 18, staying healthy and staying focused one game at a time (laughs) at Devin hypnosis, under armor cleats. (laughs) And, uh, I love to teach second, uh, themselves. So a couple different, uh, thoughts and ideas on the obstacles. Um, you know, again, play every game as it's kind of your last in a sense, uh, staying focused, staying healthy. Under Armour Cleats, and then themselves. So what do you see, Patrick, as Utah's biggest obstacle um, that the Utes will face to win out?
1: I agree. Staying healthy is probably the top one. But also, you know, I like the how they mentioned staying focused. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the Utes struggle or they kind of play down to their competition. And, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully they... You know they can fix whatever woes they're having there and on the offensive side that they've been having lately as well mm. as you know on the defense defensive side a little bit with their tackling and and whatnot but you know staying focused, staying healthy, I think those are the biggest obstacles i you know the Utes Arizona state always gives Utes a little bit of trouble, so I think you know it's gonna be a closer game than most people think um Oregon. I mean, they're not very good this year, but you never know in the Pac-12 when a team's gonna put a good game together. And absolutely, that Colorado game is gonna be tough because it's you know it's Colorado's playing well, and it's it's on the road, and they're gonna be up for that game just like the Utes are, and that's gonna be a tough game. But you know, definitely staying healthy and staying focused, and you know, just getting fine-tuned in the offense, like you mentioned before, and you know making sure that you know play callings on point and you know defensive point and you know just putting together good game plans to get the final victories
0: absolutely yeah i mean arizona's had some uh, a couple of uh interesting wins they uh they beat cal home against cal they beat ucla um you know and then they've obviously had some stinkers so um we can't overlook them uh and and to me in sports, I think that's, you know, like you said, staying focused, that's kind of your, probably your biggest obstacle is, is just staying focused, you know, having your mind right. Don't look ahead. Um, you know, we, we can't look past Arizona state, um, and obviously staying healthy, <clears throat> you know, gotta, gotta make sure that, uh, you know, you're not jumping on people's ankles and stuff like that in the pile. Um, you know, look out for your teammates, put them in good situations when passing the ball. Um, you know, don't let them get, you know, hit, you know, by a targeting um, player, you know, anything like that, that puts them in a dangerous situation. So um, be smart, uh, be focused and healthy uh, would be my uh, obstacles. Um, you know, organ. They're coming on strong, you know. Their uh, backup quarterback that took over for Procup or Procup is uh, Justin Herbert, I believe the freshman, redshirt freshman. Uh, he's been looking really good lately. And, uh, you know, Oregon's going Oregon's to be out for blood. You know, we whooped yep. them last year in their place, Autzen Stadium. You know, nobody saw it coming. Nobody did. And uh, we whooped them. And they're going to be looking for a payback for sure uh absolutely, you know, especially with Utah moving right up the rankings, so um we can't can't overlook them, you know, looking ahead to Colorado, so um stay focused one game at a time,
1: and they're or in the down team, so down teams are always they're yeah, always hungry they and are that's a that's a scary down teams are always scary to face because they got nothing to lose and so that's gonna I think it's gonna be a tough game with the teats, I think these next three games. They might not look too tough on paper besides the Colorado game, but I think
0: they're going to be tough games for the Utes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So our uh, second question for our UQs, uh, give us your prediction for the ASU game and who gets the game ball. Uh, at Beach Dan, seventeen thirty-two, Utah, 52. Arizona, 14. Joe Williams with the game ball. Uh, at Rick Caps 3. Blowout, 42-7. to Uh, Utes win so I think it very well could be a blowout it could be you know one of those where where you think it might be a close game and and Utah just absolutely comes out you know pumped and ready to go ready to start tackling some people off of the bye week and and we really lay the hammer down Um, I would love to see our, our our offense put up you know 40 plus points we need a game to give ourselves some confidence on the offensive side of the ball that we can pass we can run. obviously we got the running down it's the passing that you know we need to be more efficient at and uh, closing out those red zone um, uh, trips. so um, you know my prediction, I don't know if we'll be quite that high. Uh, probably more 35 to 10 is my guess, but I would love to see us push over 40.
1: Yeah, this Arizona State game kind of reminds me of the Cal game. You have a, a team who can score a lot of points, and they have in mm-hmm. a lot of their games. And, but they also have a defense who gives up a lot of points. Yep. Kind of like Cal. So it's kind of reminded me of that game. I don't think the Utes. I think it's going to be a closer game than most people think. You know, I hope for a blowout, but I think the Utes are going to win. I'm going to go 28 to 20,
0: 28, 20 much closer. Yeah. Like the Cal game. So 35, 10 for Andy, 28, 20 for uh, Patrick. So that is our UQ segment. Again, if you guys uh, have any questions you want answered, uh, we will obviously be posting questions for you to answer. So thank you for your participation. Uh, but follow us and tweet at us at Ute talk podcast or email us you at gmail.com and use the hashtag UteQs and uh, let us know your questions we'll be happy to answer them moving right along let's get into our Arizona state preview um, you know big game uh, tomorrow night actually tomorrow, Thursday yep. uh, the 10th at 7:30 mountain time uh, it's on Fs1. Arizona state is currently sitting five and four overall two and four in conference, Utah seven and two overall four and two in conference. Um, the current line is, uh, over under 57 total points. Um, and with Utah as a six point favorite, Um, so I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know how you feel about that, but, uh, um, looking at kind of some of their stats here, <clears throat> Utah points per game twenty nine. Arizona is at thirty five, so they're putting up a lot of points. Uh, points allowed per game, uh, Utah is allowing twenty two. Arizona State is allowing thirty six. So obviously, there's a lot of opportunities there given by their defense to to score a lot of points. Um, Yardage: 426 for Utah, 395 for Arizona State. Um, Utah's extremely balanced. Currently sitting at 212 uh, for passing, 214 for rushing. Arizona State: 239 for passing, 155 for rushing. Um, and Arizona State gives up a lot of yardage to go along with those points, so. Utah averagely gives up about 365 right now. Arizona State is sitting at 513. So quite a bit uh, difference there in yardage. Um, What's kind of your prediction with this game? You know, Arizona is uh, fairly decent against the run. They only allow 116, but they're an absolute sieve when it comes to the passing game. You know, do you think Utah is going to go run heavy and just pound, pound, pound the ball with the... Williams and Moss or you think they're going to let Williams sling it around a little bit? What are your thoughts?
1: Um, Well, you know, with, with Arizona state, I think right now they're four and one at home. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're playing well at home. So it's definitely going to be a a tough game on the road for the Utes. Um, But yeah, their passing game is not good. I think they're next to last in the, in, you know, pass defense um, in the pretty much the NCAA, they, they give up almost 400 yards a game passing, uh, rush game. I think the rush, the rushing defense is is pretty good because they have their defense. The defense that they do run, they bring so many guys up, you know, in the box or you know towards the line, you know, and they do a lot of blitzing. So I think teams might struggle with the run game on that. Um, what I do hope, you know, I don't hope i i want I don't want the Utes to kind of revert back. To what they did last season with Booker, you know, and just give Williams the ball, yeah, you know, and just keep feeding them, feeding them, feeding them, and wearing him down. They need to have a balanced attack, especially against this Arizona Arizona State team. They got to open up the passing game because, you know, I mean, giving up 400 yards a game passing, uh, the Utes should definitely be able to at least get you know three three fifty yeah. on this team, especially with a healthy Tim Patrick. And all the other guys, Butler Bird, yeah. Harrison Hanley, all these other guys coming back. You know, they should definitely be able to get three three fifty. But they gotta, they definitely got to balance it out. I don't want to see them just go run heavy because, yeah. you know, Arizona State's just gonna stack the box like they always do and mm-hmm. blitz a lot, and yeah, that's just gonna cause problems for you know if the the holes aren't there for for Williams.
0: Yeah, they are a very blitz happy team. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see you know what Arizona State chooses to do defensively um you know obviously you expect them to continue to the uh, blitz and and how our o line protects that blitz and what Troy Williams chooses to do you know on uh on getting rid of the ball or running with the ball you know whatever it may be so um you know kind of with those blitz you want to do those dump off passes and screens and you know things like that. So it'll be interesting to see the uh, uh the play calling to start. Yeah. So um looking at Arizona State, uh, you've got <clears throat> their quarterback Manny Wilkins currently throwing 60% completions, uh 1421 yards, six touchdowns, five interceptions. Um they're he's, he's supposed to be back
1: this week yeah I th- you know i think he healed up over the bye week and he's supposed to be back
0: this yep. week so yeah he should be back so um they get uh get their started back and demario richard they're uh running back 134 carries 532 yards three touchdowns uh, and then kaylin ballage 30 uh, 98 carries 468 and 12 touchdowns so Quite a bit of touchdowns uh, done by their their rushing attack there. Um, so far, a total of twenty four on the year, uh, compared to only ten uh, receiving. So, um, yeah, and Demario
1: Richard is he's a good. I think he's a he's a good back. He's, yeah. You know he's he's definitely a back that could you know hurt the Utes if they don't you know fix their tackling woes, especially at the linebacker position.
0: Yeah and Manny Wilkins he's he's a fairly mobile quarterback too. Yeah. Um, he has 5 rushing touchdowns on the season. So uh total 11 touchdowns for him, 6 passing, 5 rushing. So um you know it, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what Utah chooses to do uh you know defensively. Uh, you know with Marcus Williams coming back healthy, I I think uh, you know we'll start seeing our defense come together a little bit more so
1: yeah getting getting marcus williams back will be huge i mean jordan fogel played played well in his in his absence um i'd like to see jordan fogel get some you know he definitely earned some playing time out there so i'd like to see him out there yeah um but yeah getting marcus williams back will be huge um and hopefully you know getting the linebackers hopefully they fixed whatever's been ill in them this past the past few weeks
0: yeah they've looked a little rough
1: yeah but yeah marcus Williams will be huge for the utes and you know definitely shore up that defensive backfield but i definitely Fogel definitely earned some some playing time so i'd love to see him out there in some packages or you could
0: even put him at linebacker because that dude can <laughs> lay the wood yeah he he most certainly can um and yeah he's he's played really well actually um You know, so kudos uh, to Jordan coming in next man up and and filling in quite nicely. So, um, you know, but it's hard to to replicate the uh, what uh, what Marcus brings. Yeah. Yeah. um, But uh, defensively, you know, I uh, really want to see I want to see some more sacks. I want to see Sack Lake City appear in Tempe <laughs> and, and just ruin them. <laughs> I, I can't stand Todd Graham and his sign stealing ways. And I just want to see, I just want to see our defensive line of Lowell and Dimmick and Tassini and uh, P to T just, just eat them alive. So,
1: yeah, Sack Lake City's been struggling a little bit this year, but hopefully they can make a return in, in Tempe and you know blow this Arizona State team up. Uh Peter it seems like Peter T's always back there, but he's going so Just fast. Can't like,
0: get that tackle. Can't get the <laughs> tackle, but
1: yeah, but Tassini, I mean Tassini's played really well. He's been a nice surprise for the Utes. Um just just a great player yeah um and then you know dimmick you know obviously they're missing kylie fitz who i think was their their best pass rusher mm-hmm. um but you know Pacini, lowell uh, Mocafisi, even when they move him out to the edge you know he, he he's a definitely a solid player and then Peter t um but definitely want to see a return from sack lake city it's it's been missing a little bit this season but hopefully they can uh make a return this week
0: or tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I sure hope so. So our predictions for, uh, the season so far, um, you're still holding strong. I, my overall predictions were 11 and one on the season with my loss at UCLA. Um, we ended up losing at Cal and home against Washington, which you had losing at home against Washington and losing at UCLA. So you're still sitting pretty because there's still, still opportunity for you to get your 10 wins. I had 11 to one, so I'm kind of out of it, but uh, we both have Arizona state as a win, uh, 28, 20 for you, 35, uh, 10 for myself. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a beautiful day down there in Arizona. Um, you're, you're looking at, uh, 82 degrees, seven thirty PM, uh, Again, it's on FS1 uh, Thursday night tomorrow. So um, don't miss out, Sun Devil Stadium. It's, it's going to be a great game. Our youths are back, um, back to playing. And, you know, one week is one week too long. <laughs> you know, it's hard going without it. Um, but do you have any other uh, preview or anything to cover for Arizona State, Patrick?
1: And this time I found interesting was. Last season when the Utes finally got the the monkey off their back and yeah. beat, beat Arizona State, um, just a tidbit of information, um, Arizona State scored no offensive touchdowns last year against the Utes. Um, they did score 18 points, but one of them came off a kick return um, and then a safety and three field goals. Hmm. Um, so I just thought that was interesting how they, the Utes defense was able to that. hold their offense to to no points and hopefully they're able to do that again this season i you know the defense is just as good as last season and i don't i don't think you know arizona state's offense is as good as they were last season but i thought that was interesting
0: yeah i uh i didn't realize that thank you for pointing out yeah you've got uh yeah the 100 yard kickoff return after we scored our touchdown and then field goal field goal field goal That's it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, All right. So (laughs) just look. Yeah. Sorry. Looking at it now. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's, that's good on the Utes defense. And I feel like, uh, you know, minus the injuries, Utah's defense has only gotten better. Yeah. So hopefully we see a similar, similar outing. So, um, well, if that's all, uh, from you, I'm I'm good on my end here. I don't have anything else to hash out with Arizona State other than uh, you know protect our offensive calls, no sign stealing. <laughs> um, but uh, you know it should be a good game. Really excited to to watch some football tomorrow. Um, you know can't can't wait to finish out the season on a strong note and and uh, see what bowl game we end up in.
1: Yeah, the the road to the Pac-12 title starts tomorrow so yeah it does hopefully the youths are up for it and they're ready to roll these next three weeks so they can finally get over that hump and get to that get that title get to the t- pac 12 title game and yeah hopefully get to that rose bowl that would yep. be awesome to to see and it'd be a great season
0: it would be absolutely yeah three game season starts tomorrow night 7 30 you've got arizona state Next Saturday, you've got uh, Oregon and then on the road to Colorado uh, to finish out the season. And then uh, depending on what happens there and and through these three games, we'll either be in the Pac-12 game as the South rep um, or we'll be waiting to find out what bowl game we're in. And again, right now we're projected to either the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio or the uh, Rose Bowl. Um, You And then that would be if we go – to the uh, Pac-12 game, so. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's uh, let's get this thing going here. Um, but thank you everybody for uh, listening in this evening. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, from our audio engineer Marty, um, my co-host Patrick, and myself Andy. We will see you next time, and as always, go Utes. Go Utes. Thanks for listening to you talk brought to you by the torn by sports and blog talk radio networks. Find us on Twitter at you podcast or email at you talk at gmail.com.
1: With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.